Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. For some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to five. morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse, and it's football season. Yay! Yay. 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 <laughs> Are we... Well, it's a moneymaker for our town, so... Oh, well, I will take that any old day. So yeah. Are we... Football's back, Are we on, Labor Day Are we weekend. on time this weekend? I don't know. Are I've got to talk to John time? and see if <laughs> our show will air on time. But the Knowles play, I think, on Sunday... I don't know what time they start. I don't know what Sunday time they game. game. Yeah, it's a Sunday game. Is it a is it a real game or is yes, it Yes, they played Notre Dame or Notre Dame plays the Knolls. Hmm. So, so I've heard. It's more like that. So I've heard. I'm a Notre Dame fan. So, so we are. What is the... Uh, Cheers, cheer for old I mean, Notre Dame. Not that I would know, but what's the spread as my dad would say? I don't know. A lot. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that it's a it's lot. It's a lot. But... Do you know Tish? Tish is our producer. We're blessed. Greg Tish. I do not know. You don't know the spread? No, it it's, may a, not it's have a lot. Been. My son-in-law, Sean, it's staticky. Very. My son-in-law, Sean, he, he said 58-12. Yeah. 
Miami. I mean, Notre Dame. Is that Miami. something he's heard or Notre, something no, he, he derived? That's he predicted. Mm. Notre Dame over FSU 58-12. All right. Oh, wow. And, seems, and that means four field goals. That's quite a spread. <laughs> it's four field goals. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it anywhere. I don't see it. Hmm. Well, but I think it's a much better team than it has Knowles. been. So go Knowles. Whatever it is, I hope they have fun. So last week, I had the uh, option, and I'm a member of Tallahassee Quarterbacks Club. Look at you doing Club. a recap. Yeah. Like so it. last week, I went to the Tallahassee Quarterbacks Club, their first it's for the season opener where they invite the head coach. So I've seen right. Bobby there, you know, Jimbo, Taggart. So it was Mike Norvell, Coach Norvell, and it was a packed house. I mean, pa- I mean, they had to, it was like four. Do you think people. it's because people can finally They're, get out a little they bit? They can get out a little bit. They're very excited about him. Uh, he's a great orator. He, it makes you feel like I'm going to go put my suit on. He was and, here last year, no? And I'm going to run. Yeah, but it was the COVID, so so many games uh, were canceled. And I mean, so, came in kind of in the so middle much of the year so that I didn't know when he got here. He didn't have his own people. Mm. So because of the way the NCAA made it, because of COVID, a lot of pe- kids were able to leave without being punished or penalized a year, right? Because they would have to lose a year, so they were able to go from school to school. That's good. So he was able to get rid of a lot of the chaff and then get his own people in. And from my husband tells me it's a great recruiting class, but then you got to implement. Well, there so it's like that. I love Penn State. I'm from Pennsylvania, and that coach, great, he's a fantastic recruiter, but he's not good at finishing the big game. He just he just skulks away and doesn't finish the big game. So that's frustration if you're a Penn State fan, or really most. I mean, I think coaches do great, and then they're like, they it, play not to lose instead of playing to win the whole be, game. And it would be bad no matter what you do. Like, it would be great if I went out and I procured all this stuff, but if I couldn't install it, that'd be a problem. Or you didn't know how to install it. That you're would a great be a, shopper. That would be an absolute. Right? You're a great yes, shopper. I am a, I'm an avid and great shopper. Like you even said about your husband, Jeff. Yes. He's a great shopper. He's a great eye, but it's placing everything where it needs to be placed. So that's what it is. Correct. So I'm Patty Wilson. That's Scott Coward. I'm we here. We have a weekly show. We do. And you can always listen to us as a podcast if you don't get to finish the show. I mean, in a perfect world, we would have just had like um, a GoPro in the car because <laughs> Patty picked me up in Tampa today because I needed to get home. And she's apparently my Uber to all of the locations outside of the we'll Tri-County area. You drive a U-Haul down to Tampa for your See, daughter to decorate her new apartment. Fact, and then realize you didn't have a way home. Uh, in, in route, <laughs> yes. Because my husband was going to come. And then uh, with the whole COVID thing, and he's at the hospital, clearly. So things have taken a turn in terms of his employees. Therefore, he needed to be at the hospital. So I did not have a way to uh, get home. And we were talking and you offered. I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. And I know you have a friend there. So, yeah, I stay with my friend, Deborah, a realtor, the Irish realtor. She's 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 called called in in numerous times. So I got to spend the evening with her. How was that? It was lovely. Yeah. She lives in uh, like two blocks from Dunedin. Mm -hmm. So so much to see and do and watch people. I love some did. people watching. It was fun. We had a nice dinner at that living room in Dunedin mm-hmm. on Main Street. It was nice. Good. It went in time. It easily made it over to Tampa because I was nervous because it was pouring down rain. I'm like, oh. It was. But there was no no problem. So we, we drove back. And it's really the longest Scott and I have been together in about four years. I know. Years. I'm like, who are four you? And a- <laughs> Do we have this much to <laughs> are talk about? Are you so about? funny when we're like... <laughs> 
I, th- I am. That I think funny. we were funnier. Yeah, it was funny. I mean, but I we was a good time. I was getting. Um, I was doing a download from my brain to paper, which was nice to do because I'm typically not at a desk or I don't sit well, as mm-hmm. we know. So, and typically when I'm sitting, I'm driving a U-Haul or some other vehicle. So it was nice to be uh, there for a few hours where I could put. Develop Some, a plan, yes. implement our business. Just kind of know where we are. We have a brand new assistant. She's made it two and a half weeks. Well, Good actually for three, you, Kim. three weeks, three and a half weeks. So I'm very happy with yes. that. Good. She started what I call the 13th or the 15th. So she's done really well. And I, I can go do those things because it I have is, somebody else hallelujah. at a computer. So that and makes it nice. I typically need like, those things. I can things. go to Tampa. And I need those things. So it works out perfect. I, I have Kim. <laughs> I can go to I can call Kim. Kim, don't let Scott, let Kim do it. Yes. That's what we do. Let Kim do it. I, you know, the beauty of saying that is like, I actually trust Kim to do yeah, it. Yeah, I trust so Kim with that, just about everything. That's a big. A lot more than she probably should know. <laughs> I really do. Well, I get, we'll, Send find, it away, Kim. we'll find out sooner or later. Go ahead. She's It'll a realtor. Right. Write yeah. that addendum, Kim. Just right. proofread it and send it to me. Get her done. Yeah, marketing emails, like all of that she's done has been really nice. I mean, I'm just looking at the list that I just downloaded from my own brain as I was asking questions from you and check and cross-referencing with our list that Kim put together, which was quite nice and very important for us. And I was like, God, we have a lot going we on. We have like nine coming soon. We have soon. a lot going We have on. a lot of homes right. coming up. So It's really Good a times. blessing Yes, and no a lot of work for you. No complaints. And I just I mean, go out and get more. I don't mind the, yeah. the work. Wrote, yeah, you're staging I mean, a couple this weekend. So, I work. Yeah, while Scott's staging, I just go get more business. I like the way that works, too. And then Kim's at the desk, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's nice. I know, right? I know. So what's the topic for today? Uh, <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm sure we could come up with something. Well, the eviction moratorium yeah. was lifted by the Supreme Court last week. So I'm presuming. So is that it? Is that yeah? That's is that much the it. final frontier? Well, they, they said SCOTUS. It was six to three. SCOTUS is Supreme Court of the United States. They said that if anything were to make it constitutional, it has to be a law. So you can't do these. Man- you could do mandates can, for so long, you, right? But then you need a law. Until people it's start just to like question the, your it's mandates. just like the masking. You know, these states are just the governor's just mandating it, and then it's getting beaten up by the individual state supreme court. Because it's like mandating I wear polyester. That's basically, I mean, you're like, well, it's a mask. First of all, it's a thin piece of cotton that doesn't stop an aerosolized virus. It won't. It can't. So why don't you wear polyester every day? I mean, but the government's saying you need to, for your own health, wear polyester every day. Same thing. So SCOTUS and all of these individual state Supreme Courts are saying that's yeah, really and, and thanks with that, but um, I'm going to die. I'll die either way. Can do if, that, if, but if polyester's the answer, and I know that's jovial. You will die. I would die either way. It's just yeah. too hot. I can't deal with it. But what's the, where's to stop? That's the, like, where is it to stop? It's not about, somebody's like, so you don't believe in vaccines. I believe in vaccines that are actually vaccines, you know, that have some sort, like, this has no part of the virus in it. It's some sort of therapeutic. They're just calling it a vaccine. Mm-hmm. But it's not really a vaccine. Well, It's not a vaccine how we know any other, like herpes zostrix, which is shingles. That's a vaccine because it has a little bit in there. You know, if you just use what words mean, then that's not what it means. Unless you're expanding the new definition. Mm, which, but from what? 
you know, my years of medicine as a nurse, it's words matter. I think that's true no matter what you Words say. matter. Words do matter. Words matter. For sure. Actions mean a lot, but words do Words matter. really matter and the definition of words. Right. And know the definition. Now the CDC's come out and they're like, we don't want to say CDC. Who elected the CDC? So the CDC is coming out and saying these words aren't inclusive enough. No, we've had the words for 800 years. Is this the same CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control? Yes. Or a different? No, it's the CDC. I know, I'm being jovial. Yeah, I get oh, that. It just now makes, they're coming out and saying words like, need to be, come on, let's start with your own words. Right. Vaccine is uh, now just nomenclature for whatever. This has got to be your music. This is but my music. But it's a little upbeat. It's Stomp. It's very, by Brothers very 70s. A great song. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. 850-656-0009. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. We were Scott Coward. Sorry about my voice. Yeah, I what was, up with that? I was laughing and laughing last night. Carrying on. Carrying on. Yeah. Wasn't resting my voice. Usually I rest my voice the day before. Yeah. I didn't do that. Can't relate. Mm-mm. So we're going to talk about the eviction moratorium. Yeah. So last week, SCOTUS lifted the moratorium, but I don't know how Leon County is handling evictions. I know there's thousands to go through, but that'll be interesting to see now. Okay. Rentals will be released. Will the investors go? I want another tenant, or will the investors be like, I'm selling this? Mm -hmm. Which one are we doing? Right. Well, if they sell out of curiosity, I'm wondering what the extent to their ability to be paid for prior rents. They won't be paid. It's just they won't be paid. They could still sue the tenant. And they could put a mark on their credit report. But that wouldn't be any different whether they kept it or sold it. It's a loss. It's just a pure loss. But it wouldn't be any different. Mm In terms of I sell versus they haven't I paid keep. you, they're not going to pay you. Right, unlikely for sure. I know it's so sad. So, does it, uh, do you know who Andy Richter is? The celebrity used to be on yes, the Tonight Show or Late Night Show, or yeah, he was like I think he was. Oh yes, Hartman, I know. I know. Like yes, David, I know. Whatever his face is. So he was complaining. He's a wealthy guy. I mean, that's neither here nor there. But his son is going to USC. I'm sure he could have paid for him to go in. He was looking for an apartment. The landlord, even though he, he had to have known it was Andy Richter's son, because dad was signing, oh, dad okay. was supporting and acting as a guarantor on the lease. Right. He wanted first, last, and six months in advance. And he was on Twitter, and he got wrecked on Twitter for complaining about it, first of all, because he's wealthy. But he was like, everyone hates landlords. Now we know why. What? You don't have to rent from him. Right. I mean. Don't rent from him. But the dude is allowed to take whatever he can for his unit. I mean, it's whatever. Either they're paying or you're his decision. So. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, what you have, or what you want to have. It just matters what the landlord wants. Like, right. In Florida, I believe, and I don't know enough about it, but I believe you can take up to two months security deposit, maybe more. And that's what's held in escrow, but there's nothing to say that you can't ask for a year up front or three months up front. My challenge with the year up front 
But you can ask for, I mean, even if you're selling or buying a place, you can ask for whatever you, you want. You can ask. Right. But the dude's allowed to negotiate. No doubt. He didn't like that. He didn't yeah. like that. Don't pay it. Move on. Move on. Right. Or pay it, and then you don't have to worry for six months. Right. And don't expose, I don't your, see why that, don't expose yourself to all the criticism that comes with that. When you think that everyone right. thinks like you do. Right. So, I know not everyone thinks like I do, so I same. don't always put my opinion yeah, out there. same. But when I do, I mean it. But anyway, there's nothing to say a landlord who has, has taken on so much risk without any reward can't go back and say, I want four months or three months. And that's what people are going to have to realize. This is changing the rental industry forever. That's no different than any other type of business that's out there. Everybody is you know, doing a recalibration of their mm -hmm. business, what they need, and especially in times where you possibly could be without an income on something that you're paying an expense for for such a long period of time, you have every right to try to gain some momentum wherever that is. But I don't think that that has anything to do with just you being Andy Richter. It just may yeah, be, just... It, you may be in a position where you can do that, great. I think it's more about the landlords and what they need. Look at what Airbnb's like every other business, charge. like every other business. Airbnb's charge whatever the heck they want. Like every I other mean, business. I mean, we have eight hundred dollar cleaning fee on a I two mean, bedroom unit. I mean, what the heck are they doing in those units? I don't know, but you can ask for what you want. You can ask for it. I mean, you're gonna get it, but you can ask. That's crazy. Eight hundred dollars for two days for I mean, a two bedroom unit was eight hundred dollars. Then again, I, you know, I'm wondering about this this whole security deposit thing i just i don't like security deposits first and foremost i don't think you ever get them back and i think they're more problem than than not so would it change anything if they did not have the first and last and it was just an expense versus not in terms of the way this looks or is is unveiling itself there's some landlords across the country now that there's an insurance company mm -hmm. If you have a lot of units, say you have 50 or more, you can buy an insurance policy. You don't take a security deposit. Right. The tenant pays for that monthly fee. Okay. And then when it goes, if they trash the place, then the insurance company pays for it. And that person will likely never get anything ever again. Mm. Because one thing you don't mess with are insurance companies. So it's... It's basically like going through arbitration without going through arbitration. It's literally like... You're giving it up to a third party correct, to manage that, it. Which is basically and, what arbitration and is. And I would love it if it was less than 50 units. I think it's a great idea. And then it, it takes the risk off of the landlord. Yeah, for sure. But I'm sure... But then what happens then when I'm they sure don't pay? There's going to definitely be something that comes... With the tenant doesn't pay, then they, the insurance has been missed. Then what happens when they trash it? So there's more I don't know about... Then there's people who just charge a fee, like a pet fee. So you have some pets rent. Rent for your pet to live right. there is refundable. And some is not. Most are not at this point. I mean, and most are I charging an additional 20 to $30 per pet on top of that monthly rental, which they should. I think that's I fair. I think it's fair. Absolutely. Because if you have hardwood I mean, floors, yeah, you're screwed. Well, I do too many houses not to yeah. agree so with no, that And concept. you have service pets, so there's right. a lot of times no matter people what. call it a service pet even though it's not well-behaved. Even if it is, it doesn't mean It doesn't matter, so you can't. you got to cover yourself. But So they'll charge that fee. 
So there's a, instead of a security deposit, it's like an un, un, unrefundable, we'll take one month fee. You're not getting it back. Right. But out of that, I will pay to have it cleaned. I will pay to blank. I will pay to blank. And it itemizes it out. I wonder. But if, you're not getting, you're never getting it back. When that happens, if it, if, if the damage exceeds to a certain degree, let's say you still have the right to sue. Okay. That's what I was. Wondering. You haven't lost, you haven't foregone that ability to sue. For the difference. I was also thinking after last week's show when we were talking somewhat about the moratorium that when you release the moratorium, right? So right. once it once it's released and everybody is recalibrating, no different than I've been saying over the last year where mortgage companies are bringing to the table as part of the closing package this COVID, um, you know, statement which says even if even if this happens, you're still responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there is a way oh, from a tenant be. perspective there has to, to be do something the same coming thing. forward. Yeah, because I, I can't imagine after this that those that have been affected in such a harsh and meaningful way would not look. Well, landlords are so Im- limited by the new fair housing rules of who they can rent to or who they can deny. Fair. So right now, mm-hmm. you can still deny based on previous evictions. But there's nothing to say that, especially bluer states, won't put that in their state uh, state law that says you can't deny based on previous evictions for 2019 to 2022. But I may not even deny you. I may be in a situation where, uh, fine, so it happened and I'm going to rent it to you anyways. But I would want something signed from someone saying that this can't happen to me again. I would not allow that to happen if I could if I could fix it where it wouldn't. I just don't know legally, and I'm no lawyer, uh, nor do I play one on go, TV, like how that happens. It's all going to be like. the judge that you get. Clearly. So let's pretend you do that, and the person gets says, oh, I lied. Mm-hmm. I signed a document, and I'm really not an essential employee. Mm. And I can't pay you anymore. It's that judge, who are they going to believe? The judge, uh, judges now aren't like judges that we had growing up. These right. judges are all melancholy and, oh, you know. Feelers. Instead of like, yeah, stop. Get your feelings out of this. You're supposed to be a judge. Stop right. it. I mean, that's the idea. No offense to it. judges, but that's how I read it. Yeah. But Just, there's no, you're, it's a 50-50 shot. You go before the judge, it's 50-50. Yeah, I mean, I get that part. I'm just wondering if if you've heard or seen anything that landlords are doing to protect them uh, yeah. s- themselves the same way that mortgage companies seem to be doing. I mean, every mortgage that we're seeing now, there's a COVID affidavit that basically says, and, and it has to be like an affidavit right. that if you if you lied, right. then you're subject to perjury. Correct. So, be interesting. To but see. no, how many people are are charged and convicted of perjury and i I don't rent like i don't rent nor do i nor do i lease so i don't know i think it's a nominal amount i think and you do more tenant stuff than i do no tenant stuff (laughs) what am i talking about you do all the tenant stuff and it's very little i mean i mostly would place tenants yeah i mean i get that i'm just saying you're more you even know more than i would i try to read it just so i know right and I think it's obviously county to county and state to state. I know that Dade County, Miami-Dade, and I mean, they had 31,000 cases to go before a judge. I mean, it's so wow. vast for the evictions because people are just trying to get the property back. Got it. 
Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, stick with us. 850-656-009 is halftime. Welcome back. <laughs> it's another episode of Sammy Davis Jr. Sings TV theme music. I know why you put this, this one on. Is this Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah. Why did you Because it's Sammy Davis Jr. singing it. That's why? Yeah, I like it. What, it's on the what same did you album. think, Tish? Ed Asner just passed away. Ah. Oh, that's yeah, not why. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, I was like, oh, you put this on because Ed Asner no. passed away. But that's no, but that does it. make sense. But I didn't. <laughs> Maybe subliminally I did but no, that's yeah. Ed Asner was ninety-one. Wow. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, he was again, so funny. I watched. We're Mary not getting Tyler any Moore younger. All the time on Hulu. I love it from the beginning on. Like I loved the. I first really liked season. Rhoda. Rhoda, I liked Cloris Lee too. Me too. Phyllis, she was hilarious sure. with that kid. That kid, she's just like, Mary, could you take over for a kid? Right. Sure. And she just leaves her there. No Mary's problem. like. And then the kid liked Mary more than Phyllis, and Phyllis got jealous, and it was still funny. It was a funny show. It was a great show. Nothing, no, no one's better than Ted Knight, though. Ted Knight was like the first Michael Scott. Because he was so doofusy. Ah, okay. And Michael Scott on it The took Office me a, was kind of But it doofus. took me a moment for Michael Scott because, yeah. you know, I've, not, like I've still Knight not seen that. an episode of The Office. What? I told you. I don't, I've not watched it. What? <laughs> Who are you? Are you foreign? Yes, so I have not. It's hilarious. But I feel like it's one of those shows that I will watch one or two, and then I gotta watch like twenty-seven seasons. Welcome to South. Welcome to South Park. (laughs) I mean, honestly. Did you see that thing I sent you about the Bart Simpson? Mm -mm. Someone's at a school board meeting, and they have a list of names for people to. Just just Did you see it? Applauding. I sent it to John and I sent and it yet, to... And yet I have no idea what you're talking I sent about. it to you. Where the guy's like... He's the school board head and he's calling people to the mic yeah. to say what they say about masks or COVID or whatever. Okay. Phil, your crack? What was it? Phil McCracken? Phil McCracken. Phil yeah, McCracken. He, he told like Bart. Bart calling Mo. Right. It's Phil McCracken. Hilarious. Who so, was the other one? I have to look at it It was again. something wanker. I, yeah. Harry I mean, a, upon reflection, <laughs> I probably should not have used the same name whenever I was in college, but I did use that name when I went to other fraternities, even uh-huh. though I had a bid and was already part of another fraternity. Uh-huh. So Phil McCracken was my go-to. <laughs> and upon reflection, like a few years later, like 30 to be exact, I'm like, oh, pro- yeah, I was projecting. I love what people do it at airport and they'll call a name out like, oh, I can't find one. This week was recall because Gavin Newsom, who's the governor of California, is under recall. And it was like, recall Newsom, (laughs) recall Newsom. And it's like going over and people are howling like it's so funny at the airport. Makes sense. Recall Newsom. (laughs) It's great. That one did. One did one. It was like, um, it was like, I know or like Ina. Trump won. So it was like, I know Trump won. Mm. That was another one they did. It was funny. There's probably some, you gotta, like, there's probably you gotta some really good ones. You got to have a giggle right now. If you can't. I mean, you know, yeah, for a long not day. Not really, yeah. Long day. School boards. Right. 
her get nailed for all these mask mandates I mean, by the parents. Well, I know. You just you're know. not gonna please everybody. Or anybody. True. <laughs> right now, I mean, everyone's so I mean if you entitled. do, you'll be on one side or the other and eventually you'll probably flip flop. So So if you are a landlord that has not been paid in the last year and a half, you can file for eviction now. Wow. And then give us a call, eight five zero Tell us how it goes. Zero 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 nine, and let us know how it goes. I'm, I'm very curious how how that process works from an administrative perspective. Meaning, when you go to the deli counter at Publix, they take a number, and eventually they get to your number. I'm wondering if it is with every eviction that you put forward, if that is, if they're handling them in some sequential order. Well, I think it'll a lot it'll be the the attorney that's defending the tenant, right. trying to stop it. Right, but I'm ter- in terms of them going forward and doing whatever, whatever the municipality is. I'll, I'll say that because I don't know government, state, uh-huh. federal, whatever. But <laughs> I mean, I get I get the idea yeah. behind it. I'm just saying it's I, not your thing. Right. To pay attention. So to I guess what I'm what I'm wondering if if the process is real specific in terms of. I'm number one out you of just get a court 1192. And then, you get a court date, and then the defense attorney tries to put it off right. and put it off. It's just like, you remember that poor, how do they, but, that poor professor that was shot in his garage right. in Benton? Yes, I do recall. She's about to go up again, middle of September. The girl, there, there was a... The uh, girl a mis- who was dating her brother, the the right. wife's brother. The girl who wasn't convicted. Right. One was let off, and the other one was like, it's a tie jury. Right her hearings coming up, they're going to restart the trial and her defense attorney. Now this girl's already had COVID. Right. But the defense attorney's like, Oh no, we can't have social distancing in the courtroom because it'll look like we don't like her if we can't. And she's already had COVID, but we haven't had COVID. So they're just trying to delay, 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 delay. They're trying to delay a convict. I mean, obviously a right. conviction. I won't be on that jury either. So they're trying to delay the conviction. Wow. I mean, yeah. I'm sure every- it's all delay. But everybody's delay, everybody's delay. using everything. They like can, that. yeah. I mean, that's it's just, just the way delay. it is. And right. the tenants will too, or they'll go up depending on why the the lease is written. But if they have a defense attorney, they have to pay for that. Well, she doesn't because she doesn't have any money. She doesn't. But I'm saying, if I'm a tenant, yeah, and you're going ag- case, and you're, you're going against me, I have to pay for somebody yeah. to represent. But me. they have so many like legal, like free law, free. They're going to have. Democratic Party is going to send out tons of attorneys. That's a lot of free law. That's a lot. That's a lot of free tenants. Attorney. Yeah. I mean. And then it's like the squad, you know, these representatives in Congress, these females, they're like, Biden should do something. Biden should do something. But you don't see any of the really members of Congress step up saying, we want to pass a bill that takes away the landlord's rights for another year. Hmm. Nobody's really. They, they don't want to put, they want the president to do it and hold cover for it. Instead of, well, if they vote for this, then the landlords back who actually vote. Right. Instead the freeloaders of, don't always vote. Instead of the landlords sh- do instead vote. Instead of showing some allegiance to whatever mm-hmm. their perspective would be. I guess. any. I mean, any tenant landlord. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand living in a place, not having to pay payment arrangements. I just. I, I, I'm. Tr- I, I'm again. This is. It's always and I have it's, it's, and free true. I have declared bankruptcy. 
for yeah. medical fees. Right. So it's not like I have not been in that position. I understand that. Well, but you try and make payment arrangements. You try and go through the process. Well, that's kind of where I was heading. It's not as if that this has never happened or that I don't understand because I do. It is how a few ruin it for all. Mm-hmm. And in this case where that has happened and it is unfortunate, but the reality is that, you know, everybody is going to do what they've got to do within this. And I don't understand with the, with the, the unemployment rate being as low as it is, and you can't find anybody to do anything where the disconnect is. How in the world is it? Okay, I'm not asking for everybody to call me about your sister's brother's cousin's niece because <laughs> I know she's got a problem. But I'm just saying, as a general rule, it, it, unless you just can't bounce back from something, which that's what disability and whatnot's for. So I guess I just don't understand why it's so difficult to pay your bills. I don't. Either. You're getting money from the government. You're also no more, not get, Florida, right? But at the time, and mm. you still weren't paying it. So right. let's be you were real- getting six hundred dollars so, a week. So let's be realistic. Plus, you're getting stipends. You're getting you know things. Whatever else you I get. personally didn't get, so I can say that. <laughs> but but my my point in all that is like it it it's just counterintuitive to me. I, don't understand. I mean how. You're just going to keep receiving money and not pay for it. It's like they didn't hear the end of the the sentence. The beginning of the sentence says you don't have to pay your rent. The second part of the sentence says it doesn't mean it goes away. It means it's just put off. And I don't think they heard the second part of the sentence. But Well, I think in a lot of cases you're right. But I think in a lot of cases you're probably wrong. I think they do hear the second part of the sentence. They don't care. They're not going to pay it anyways. And they're going to go through whatever process that, that it is and hope that somebody else and by that i mean the government and or the landlord to which has now been out there you know sitting idle waiting to get paid is not getting paid where they have to do something and it's very unfortunate it really is it's very unfortunate on all sides because i get through tallahassee homes for rent constant i mean like 20 to 30 requests a day do you have anything for rent? Do you have anything for rent? And when you literally turn the faucet off on one part of the real estate market and no one's moving because they're living there for free, whether they can afford it or not, whatever that situation is, we don't know. But you've turned off that faucet of normal movement. You might as well turn off 95. Yeah, I, I think. And they're that, like, where do I go? It's the same idea. That's just crazy to me. But I guess like anything else. Max out one credit card, move on to the next one. It's it's just mm-hmm. who am I gonna sting? Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse with Scott Coward, 850-656-0009. We have one more quarter to go. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. It's our last segment. If you, we do help people buy and sell and invest in real estate. If you would like to list your home, our number is 850-656-0009. If you just want to look at some pretty pictures, you can go to pattyandscott.com. If you're interested in becoming a real What about the pictures of houses? That's what I mean, pretty pictures. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh, it's us, huh? <laughs> but if you're interested in switching your brokerage or joining us and working with us, we have 
staff now, so we do. Title company's going to be moving into our office. We are anchor that. title company. Yes. I'm very excited about that. We're going to be anchored with a We're title be company. Anchored with a title in company. A building. Yeah, that'll be nice. So if you your realtor is looking for a switch, can make you a deal. Well, we've got. If you really want to learn real estate, that's a one stop shop. Specific. It's not just anybody. If you really want to learn real estate. We'll be happy to teach you. Yeah, it's not just the words. No, it's not just the words. You gotta very, really very be, little. The gotta have some grit. Yeah, it's very little. And the a words. thick skin. Yeah, I don't think most people, and not the thick skin part. Although you're right, I think most people think that speaking it is enough. It is not. So how are brokerage functions? So there's a broker. Yeah. And the broker, and then there's sales associates in the state of Florida. That's what. Non-brokers are called, or you can have a broker associate. That's yep. somebody with a broker's license, but it doesn't want to be in charge. Right. They just have the license. So there's two licenses, sales associate and broker, but you can be not be the broker, the head broker, right. managing broker, they call it. The, re- sales the responsible party right. is what it's I would call it. based <laughs> You're independent contractors for now. We'll see if they keep trying to change it. Independent contractors, commission-based. Leads don't fall out of the sky. You got to work. You got to you got to learn the craft. I mean, they're definitely our leads. But- how a home functions, what the contract says, what to do once you get the contract. I think more importantly, just having someone that you can talk to about these things. That's worth its weight and gold. Yeah, we do ma- what I call it masterminding. Mm-hmm. We're like the four hours up here, four hours and a half. And I can say that because I did it. What? I can say that it what a difference it makes to be mentored. I mean, I'm, we're the same age. We have two different backgrounds. I have had my license for quite some time, although I've never practiced in any of this thing we call real estate. And it became natural for me because of certain things that I do and like to do. But more importantly, they don't teach you anything about real estate in real estate school. And I don't mean that to be unfair or to be unkind. No, it's just about I mean the it, license. It, it, it's more about mm-hmm. how to stay out of jail and not necessarily sure. about the process and what what this whole thing, like what it is derived from and how to make something of it. I mean, it takes it takes a lot and a lot of tenacity to really get somewhere in this. And I... I've been fortunate, but it didn't come because I'm just fortunate. It came because I work very hard and I like to know what I'm doing. Um, but not, every, but not everybody is, but not everybody's that way. I mean, at so. the beginning, when I started, I had a great mentor, John Wetzel, who's retired. And then I had a second great mentor who I really owe so much to. And I say it, Rebecca Rivers. Mm-hmm. She owns Keller Williams here. Um, but it's the ability to learn to ask great questions. If somebody had told me, Patty, you're just starting out in 2007. What do you need to do? Learn to ask great questions. That would be, I just kind of fell into that because of, I had a coach named Michael Ann Byerly. She's out of Las Vegas now. It was asking great questions. How do you live? What do you do for fun? Paying, it's not about the Ford aspect. Everyone talks about Ford as sales, like family, occupation, recreation, and I don't even know what the D is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't pay attention to Ford. It's, does this house fit your lifestyle? So when somebody, and we'll just say briefly, 
when I had a buyer, because I did mostly buyers, buyer walks into the home. Honestly, I look at the height of the buyer. Like, you're short. These cabinets are tall. Let's pretend four years down the road. How's that going to work out? You're a little shorter. You're not getting any taller. Right. But the cabinets are staying there. How are you going to live? You fall and break your ankle. How are you going to live in the house when the cabinets are up here and you're like, I had this happen, like truly had it happen. And you're like 5'2". She loved that kitchen. Is there a way that we can reconfigure this that would make it make sense for you? Right. No? Throw that piece of paper away. We're moving on. Because it doesn't make sense. Like, I can see it doesn't make sense. doesn't mean you can see it. So I give them time in the home, ruminate like you do with furniture. You do with the sofa table. Like, where does this go? How do you function in this? Walk away, come back. And it may not function. Or... With the blessing of Scott, we can get it to function. But was there any way that that home would function when it had a bank of upper cabinets right above you that looked pretty, but you can't use them? Right. You can't dust in there. You can't. You got to climb a ladder to get in the. It's not necessarily as functional as you would like, but yes, it's pretty. So go visit it. You don't necessarily want to buy it. So, so th- it's like, how? Right, but that's only one one cylinder of what I consider the encompassing nature of a real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. So that's just learning to that's deal just learning with, that's how just to deal learning with to deal with your customer. Right. Outside of that, contractually, am I writing a good contract? Am I putting my my customers escrow at risk? How do I protect them and how mm-hmm. do I make sure that everything is happening the way that it's supposed to? But more importantly, and I remember this happening to me, it's like you have this person and you're ready and you're looking and it one day you mean as a client yeah so somebody wanted something and so there mm-hmm. i am searching find it and i'm ready to go right and so i remember i was getting ready to go i explained to you what it was that they were looking for and you immediately said what's the address and so i gave you the address and you're like what type of financing i go no they've been pre-approved you go no no <laughs> they're not taking financing it's this section right here called financing but it's all of that information which clearly is logical but there's so much at that one moment when you're just kicking off that well, it's learning to ask good questions. I don't know how much time also, have left, but but also just being able to internalize some of five forty Beverly Court. Right? We have a listing as a coming Yet, soon right now. A great example. Peeling paint. I mean, it's a lot of peeling paint, front and back. Great, inside. great house. Cute great house, location. great location. I'm not saying anything. The no, owner no. doesn't know. No, and you no can't doubt. drive by. No, absolutely. Get an offer. The offers for conventional, it won't work. Right. Why won't it work? I tell the girl. I, it won't work because it won't work because there's peeling paint. It's obvious at the street. The appraiser is going to take a picture, even if the appraiser doesn't want to acknowledge it because he's in the bag for the lender, whatever. The underwriter is going to see it. Those other layers of people are going to see the peeling paint. It's uh, built before 1977, so it becomes health and safety because of lead. Lead paint could be exposed. Peeling paint, not a good thing. You're not getting a loan. But there's no. She dis- didn't want to. People don't want to believe me when I say it. I'm like I. I have to tell the seller, my job is now to pivot. I go to the seller. Mr. Seller, you have a great offer. It looks good, but it's the wrong type of financing for you. I'm, I'm going to tell you now, you cannot accept this. As it's written, we can tweak it, work it, get a backup on a renovation loan, something like that. But as it's written, I have to present, but it's not going to work. But if you're new to this you're world, you're not going to know it. Right. You're not only not going to know it, but you are putting your your customer, if you're with the buyer, you're putting the buyer's escrow at risk and you're sitting there. And furthermore, you're taking a home off the market 
for someone else because God forbid you're both new, the listing agent and the selling agent. It, if you don't have somebody to go to, and I'm no dummy. I feel like I'm a very intelligent individual, and I don't mean that to be pompous. I mean that because I am. I'm very thoughtful with regards to the things that I do and how I, how I see them. But if you don't know, you don't know. And, and learning is messy. It is. Learning and, is and messy. And it's okay, but I'm glad I did it all because if you didn't. Learning is messy. And if you don't have somebody to talk to about it, it gets really messy. Because now you're dealing with buyers and sellers, not just listing and selling, uh, listing and buying agents. So you know, it gets you deep. know. I mean, we went through this when we were on the Purple Door team yes, together. We did. That a new agent would come and say, "What's your split?" Right. I mean, because that's all they care about. Well, you're not making any money if you can't close all, a loan. Right. So what difference is right? Make? Zero percent of zero is so zero. honestly, we would love to hire new realtors or newer realtors or realtors with some experience. But if the first thing you ask me is what's the split, it's probably not because your focus is only on the end instead of learning. Like I'm going to that's why I was so grateful and I'm always going to be grateful to John Wetzel and Rebecca Rivers because I was completely green. I'd been a nurse, but I was the right personality type and I, I was inquisitive. And if you're inquisitive and you have grit and a thicker skin, you make a lot of money in this industry. Or you make no money and go back to being a waitress after right, three but months. You, you got I think you said it well. You have to focus on everything up to the final outcome. If you're tied to the final outcome, it is a long, long, long day. Long day. And by that, I mean month. It's rough. So don't well, it's do just it. just like some of these investors have so many properties. 600. Right? So a couple here and there that aren't paying is a wash. If you only have two, That's you're screwed. Right. It's It's... It's, it's it's much it's more rough. risk for you and the bank. Yeah, no doubt. 100%. So it's something to think about. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for listening. Go Knowles.